1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. So good to have you with you, especially because it's Friday. Field trip day. And the last stop on our field trip each and every Friday is Adam Holtz's house. Adam, how are you, my friend? How are the holidays? Or 50 and 15 below in the same day. <laughs> we, we had a day a couple weeks ago that dropped, I think, 65 degrees in like five hours. Holy moly. It literally went from 45 or 50 degrees to like 10 or 15 below in about five or six hours. So, that you know, is... that's... That's the joy of Colorado right there, the mountains. That's what they do for us. What mm. do the elk do during times like these? I don't know. I hope they have like a pub to go to or something. <laughs> you know, elk pub where they're all just, I mean, they're, of course, they're drinking, drinking water. non-alcoholic <laughs> drinks. You know, yes, of course. Like, you know, virgin Shirley temples, but at least they're warm, right? Yeah. Yeah, non-fermented <laughs> grain, right? Exactly. Yeah. Eating. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> Man. The kosher diet. <laughs> Adam, each and every moment on Fridays when we get a chance to chat with you, you've got a film to talk about or something happening in the media. And this movie that we're going to go into right now is something that has one of our favorite actors in it, but he's kind of playing out of type. Talk to us about it. Yeah, it's Tom Hanks, and he is playing a guy named Otto Anderson. And, you know, I think Tom Hanks is a beloved actor because he has mostly done uh, characters that you love. You know, you know, whether it's a guy taking ships across the ocean or, you know, a guy talking about life being like a box of chocolates. Um, he has he, we like his characters, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, not this guy. Otto Anderson is not a likable person. He has lost his wife. His wife was the center of his universe. And to hear him talk, the only thing good left in the world. And so. Mm -hmm. He sort of wanders around like that angry old man that says, get off your yard, get off my yard, or, you know, what's the meme? Old man yells at clouds, that sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, whenever anybody does anything dumb, he calls them idiots. Um, and so he is actually so despairing that he's in the process of taking his life when he gets interrupted. And he meets this young couple that moves in uh, you know, next door, and they really shine a light on his life, not necessarily in a spiritual sense, but uh, gradually their influence um, gives him something to hope in and live for. Now, that said, uh, that's redemptive. That's great. 
I like that part of the movie. That's the glass half full part. The glass half empty is he keeps trying to kill himself. And there are like mm. three or four more suicide attempts that all keep getting interrupted. And this one is sort of equal parts drama and dark comedy. And I think whenever we talk about suicide in a comedic way, even with a little bit of that light on it, it's complicated, right? Mm. Uh, and I think uh, we know from social scientists that there are a lot of people who struggle with suicidal ideation. Mm -hmm. And so I think uh, if you're a Tom Hanks fan and that's not your issue, uh, you may be able to enjoy it. There's actually quite a bit of profanity here too. So this one is a mixed bag. Um, I think it ultimately ends up in a redemptive place, but some tough subject matter that you definitely want to be aware of. And I would say, unlike a lot of his stuff, this is not a Tom Hanks movie for everybody. And Adam, uh, first of all, thanks for being with us every Friday. We missed you a couple Fridays back during the holidays. But there's a strange movie out. <laughs> there is. It is called Megan, and the E looks like a three. And that's your your first clue that Megan is not a normal girl. Mm. Your second clue is that she looks creepy as all get out. <laughs> and honestly... If you watch the trailers, you'd be think you'd be forgiven for thinking that this was just a cheap Bride of Chucky kind of knockoff. Um, it really isn't. So this is a story uh, about a young girl named Katie, and Katie has lost both of her parents in a tragic car accident. She's living with her aunt, whose name is Gemma. Uh, Gemma is not a bad person, but she's a she's not a parent, and she's not parenting material. She has no idea to do with you know, what to do with this little girl that she's kind of inherited. But she works at a toy company, of course, and she is a robotic engineer, and she has been working on something called the Model 3 Generative Android, which they shortened to Megan. And this is basically uh, a companion for kids. It's an AI robotic playmate friend, and they bring the beta tester home uh, for Katie to play with. Now, uh, it turns out that Megan is a phenomenal friend to Katie and really helps her in lots of ways. She teaches her things she needs to know, and she is absolutely fiercely dedicated to protecting Katie. And when I say fiercely protected, think Terminator. So oh. pretty much anybody who crosses Katie in any way, like uh, an angry dog, well, the angry dog doesn't live to tell the tale after that and there's a bully at school and bad things happen to him too and so if you watch the trailer what you're going to see is megan kind of you know completely going off the rails in yeah. terms of mm -hmm. protecting katie but there's actually more to the story than uh than you might get from the trailer now that's not an endorsement this is a super violent pg-13 movie there's quite a bit of language too um but there's also sort of a subtext of when we turn parenting duties over to technology, uh, bad things happen. So this is kind of a cautionary tale. Um, it's pretty well done. And again, uh, it's well done if the idea of an American Girl doll as a Terminator sounds like fun to you, right? <laughs> and probably you know which camp you're in already. Uh, if you're a teenage boy listening right now, you might be like, oh, yeah, I'm in on that. Uh, if you're a 45-year-old soccer mom, probably not, and forgive me for stereotyping. So, uh, um, 
but uh, but this one is, uh, yeah, it's got some content. It's certainly not the worst thing we've ever seen content-wise, but uh, not for the faint of heart either. Okay. I saw the trailer and I was scared. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I decided, hey, let's go see what's on a different channel. Well, it's like, you know, those of us who saw Poltergeist back in the 80s and we never looked at toy clowns the same way afterwards you know, this is kind of that kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. If I could just sum it up, it's just creepy. <laughs> Everything about this is creepy, but thank you so much, Adam, for just letting us know that there are some layers to this. And uh, so that's the good thing in this. But again, go into this particular film with caution is what I'm hearing from mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And this is the kind of movie I think if you do have like older teenagers and it could be boys, it could be girls um, who want to see it. Sometimes I think, culture presents us with opportunities as parents to step into their world and maybe in ways that are like all right this is not my favorite but i do think you could have an interesting conversation about technology afterward with this one uh you know after you wipe the digital blood off your forehead so Mm. um but but this potentially is that kind of movie